Welcome to the Happy Pill Podcast. I'm Ursula Yerdun. In each episode, you're going to hear me share my story while offering information and resources while you continue on your journey of surpassing the effects of abuse and depression. I'm going to be doing some interviews with some very special guests who are going to share their journey and processes because my way is not the only way of healing. And the more information we have, the more we can share with one another. My hope is that you find love, inspiration, and purpose for your life. So let's get started. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for being back here with me. It's been a long time. I can't lie. It has been a long time. And I definitely needed to have that time off from March until now. And I think how I kind of look at it now is March is like the season finale of that season. And now this is like a new season for me. But this time off was, was really needed, you know. And But now it's time to get back into the things. And the first thing uh, is what I wanted to talk about, which I'm calling um, the Great Pause. Or perhaps it's a little bit more adequately put as the Great Awakening, the Great Opportunity. You can figure out what you like for yourself. But if you're like me, you may have been affected by the global pandemic of COVID-19. I'm not going to get into any of the COVID details or anything. There are so many resources out there. You can just, I mean, and it's been everywhere. But... I don't know about you, but it had really messed up my sleeping pattern. It increased my anxiety and my panic attacks at least tenfold. Did any of you have that as well? For me, it hit right, boom, mid-March in Canada. That That's when we kind of got all the lockdown notices. Everything was shutting down. And woo, it was like literally overnight, I felt the great impact uh, of all of this. My sleeping pattern completely changed. It went to 5 a.m. to 11 a.m., not a very productive time for me because I'm, I prefer to be awake more in the mornings, like around, I don't know, eight or so. And I haven't been managing to do that, but going from 5am to 11am really threw me off. And before that time, I would just have such anxiety and panic attacks at night. Like I never had it to that degree before. Have you ever had that? Like, have you noticed this? I know a few of my friends have had this during this time as well. It is and it really threw me it really threw me for um for a loop and it was like it was like this global energy was so palpable right like everyone I'm assuming so many people could feel it whether you're into energy work or higher consciousness even if you're not if you're not into that you may have noticed that there's been something that's been shifting uh for you that you can feel things just don't feel right and I don't know if you noticed too, but I found that the energy was very heavy and full of uncertainty, full of uncertainty. And that's where I think the the earthly energy was was resting at, right? Which played a major factor in my sleeping pattern, which with with CPTSD made it way worse than it was. Like if it was bad, like I've been trying to go from worse back to bad. If, if you could believe that, um, but it it was crazy. It was it was it was oh it was it was horrible. But you know, it's the anxiety of not knowing what's going to happen next, right? It's people were losing their jobs, and not just their jobs; they're losing their livelihoods. Some businesses have been lost for good, 
And let's not forget the greatest impact where many people lost their lives. They lost their loved ones so rapidly. And it's challenging. It's challenging for all of us to cope with all of that at once with so much uncertainty. And it's like, it's just, just overnight, the world as we knew it shifted in the shortest amount of time. And so this affected everything. Not just our physical world, but our emotional and mental ones too, which equates to a higher anxiety and panic levels. And I believe this stems from not having any control of our lives and and this fear of the future, not knowing what's going to happen and all of it turned global. So everyone is feeling the same impact, right? But I've also come to recognize that this time, this opportunity, it It's been given to do so much needed, deeper, interpersonal work. Basically, as as the earth cannot sustain such avoidance and abuse that, that she's been going through, nor can we do that for ourselves as individuals. You know, what was no longer working is meant to be let go of. And that's what this great pause means to me. It's a time where all of us are having to look deep within ourselves and heal what must be healed and awaken. We need to wake up, right? Individually and at a global scale. And during this time, my voice has also had the opportunity to heal. It's, It's not completely perfect. It's not completely back to where it was. But for those of you that have been following me along this journey, you can probably hear the difference already, right? I am so, so, so grateful to have it return to this point right now. And I appreciate the amount of time and work that I've been doing these past few months, which I have needed off. Some of the healing work that I've been doing is a new technique with a new therapist, and it's called MICBT. It's Mindfulness Integrated Cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy. And I'm going to attach a PDF of what MICBT is into the resources page on my blog, which is on my website. So in very basic terms, it helps to change the way of thinking, not just the content of our thoughts. It's allowing me to reprogram my way in a new light, one where I'm not focused on the trauma and instead I'm focused on the present and what my mind and body are sensing in the present moment. And my therapist, and he keeps using this word all the time, including in the meditations, this word keeps using, it's about learning equanimity. Equanimity, which means not being attached or reacting. It's about not reacting to the thoughts and the sensations of the body, or essentially the emotions, right? So not reacting to thoughts and sensations. That's what equanimity is. And this has been a real challenge for me. And as you, as you can imagine, um, as you've been listening to my, to my stories, uh, this is, this has been one of the most therapeutic challenges I have ever had to do in all of, all of my, all of my healing. It's, it's the most difficult therapeutic challenge I've, I've had. And it's not because that the work is all that difficult, but because it's so foreign to me, you know, this is the problem because I've been so identified with my thoughts and emotions and that this is, This is so CPTSD, right? And this is what Eckhart Tolle talks about when he refers to the pain body. Um, If you don't know about Eckhart Tolle, I suggest really looking him up and his work. It's really, really so insightful. And I have his book on my, again, on the resources page if you're not aware of his work. 
But because of the work that I'm doing, I'm now learning to understand that a thought is just a thought. That's it. (laughs) This is what my therapist has told me. I'm like, really? Like a thought's just a thought? You know, and a sensation in the body is just a sensation. It's nothing more. And the less I identify with them, the more present I'm going to become. Now, this work uh, involves a lot of meditation, which admittedly has not always been easy for me. It really hasn't. And it's doing them twice a day, which, uh, which has proven to be a, uh, another challenge. Um, but really, I've noticed that the, the problem that I've had is being present in my body. And through this work, I had no clue, like zero awareness of how desensitized I am in my own body. Well, I mean, really, I wasn't even in my body because I've been mostly identified with the abuse and PTSD, right? So being in my body is a foreign concept to me. And because I haven't been able to do that, I haven't been able to be present. So what it means is that I'm identified with my past, the old behavioral patterns, the thought patterns and emotions, which then creates fear for the future because I'm emotionally, mentally stuck in the past and then fearing of the future because of these patterns, you know, and potentially projecting, you know, a a false reality in the future. This this kind of hypervigilance, which is not only just exhausting, but it does not allow me to be present. And I've talked about this before, and it's something that I've always been trying to work on, but it wasn't through until this program that I've really started to become more aware. And it the amount of focus that I have to put into these meditations is mind-blowing to me, because I've never had to focus this this strongly before. It's it's beautiful, but it's it's also kind of strange <laughs> to me going, oh my gosh, I can feel the... Sh- shirt that I'm wearing, which I couldn't before. You know, I couldn't feel things in my body. I'm like, well, I'm sitting here, you know, and my therapist would ask me, well, well, like, you know, are you, are you feeling what you're sitting on? Like, can you feel your pants, your clothes, your shirts? Are, you know, are your hands on your legs? I can't, I'm like, oh, I don't like, I, I couldn't even identify with that. Right. Because I'm just so elsewhere. It was crazy. And I was like, oh, my hand is actually on my lap. Oh, I can feel that. Like, it would be such a simple concept to someone, but for, but for me, uh, it wasn't. And I've been so desensitized that I'm, I'm having to sit weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks with this one lesson, which is body scanning, which is trying to sense my body. And to do that, I can't be thinking. So that's been a challenge in and of itself, but I'm getting there. I'm making these beautiful, very slow improvements. And the biggest thing for me is to not not harp on myself if I can't get it right away because I'm not like anybody else. I'm not going to heal like anybody else, just like you're not going to heal like anybody else. So I'm taking my time and my therapist, he's really wonderful about, and this is the first time I'm actually working with a male therapist. I've never worked with a male therapist before and for obvious reasons, right? But he's, he's been really good. He's been very patient. We've been doing everything by like zoom and stuff like that or whatever, uh, appropriate app, uh, online app that we're using. So it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. And in this great pause, um, this time away from anyone and anything has allowed me to take a, even a deeper look into myself and into my condition, right? And really look at letting go of what no longer serves me. And I can feel this building up. It, it continues to build and build and build. So, and I've, I've had like many of my friends experience this, this 
during this time away from their usual life, you know, to, to look inward. Relationships have ended. Some have strengthened. Some families have broken up. And some people are changing their life path to what they truly desire instead of doing what needs to be done just to pay the bills, right? Nobody wants to just be this worker bee just to pay the bills. We all have a purpose. So I guess I'm asking you, friends, like, like, have you discovered anything during this time? Have you noticed that this time was actually gifted to us, even in all of its difficulty? Did we notice, like, how quickly Mother Earth could heal herself if she was just given the time? Like, has anyone been aware of this? Like, in just one month, one month, we could see firsthand how the air quality was cleaning up around the globe, right? There's places in India where they could finally see the mountains that they haven't seen, you know, that were always there, but there was so much pollution in the air. I mean, imagine, you know, if Mother Earth can do this in one month, you know, what do you think that that means for us? You know, do you think that this, that we can do this for ourselves and finally let go of things that no longer serve us, that we can change our environments, internal and external, get grounded into ourselves, right? Our true selves to find our healing ability and the beauty that we really are. So if you could look at this time as very challenging or scary or panicking, you could look at it that way, right? And, and the truth is it, it has been like, cause I think we all feel that we all feel that we, we go through that emotion first and then we can shift it into the great opportunity to move forward and rebirth ourselves. And I mean, let's face it, we cannot rebirth if we are unwilling to let go. I don't know. I mean, what, what, what are you, what are you friends doing? What are you going to do? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do for yourself? I know what I'm going to do. I've been enjoying this time. Um, and I've been doing lots of work. Lot, a lot of work. And I'm, just, I'm going to keep going. And I am changing things. I'm changing thought patterns. I'm ch- changing belief patterns. And I have needed this opportunity to get even deeper to really make that connection and make it authentic. So I'm... I'm incredibly grateful. I'm incredibly grateful. And I'm grateful that you guys are here. And I'm glad to be coming back into the podcast. I've got some wonderful guests coming up. Um, We're going to be talking about some Black Lives Matter. The movement, it is so amazing and it is beautiful. It needs to happen. I'm, I'm really excited about working on the Sex and Sexuality series, which you've heard me, I think, mention and drop boing many times before. And I'm finally going to get into that. And I've got some other wonderful guests that we're that we're, I'm bringing onto the show so that we can keep healing and keep sharing stories and keep creating resonance and all that kind of good jazz. So thank you friends for listening in and I can't wait to talk to you next time. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or someone you know is in immediate need of help, please contact your local authorities, distress center, or professional care provider. If you'd like more information on this episode or other topics, go to my website, UrsulaYou'reDone.com.